about comedy, concerts, and beer. Pilsners, loggers, and IPAs. Liquid courage just to take the stage. Backstage pass, got to feeling right. And everyone's welcome like an open mic. Getting drunk, waiting for the last man to fall. When it's time to take a shot, we yell, Cannonball! Jokes got you smiling from ear to ear. Our beverage of choice is beer, man, beer. Get back and relax while the beer foam settles. Now here's your hosts, Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. Welcome to Beer Man Beer. That sound can mean only one thing, Keg Kettles. What's that, Johnny B? That means in the studio today is the Beer Wizard. We have homebrew extraordinaire. The one, the only. Matthew Knight is here, ladies and gentlemen. Clap for him, ladies and gentlemen. Clap for him. What's happening, Matt? Hey, thanks for having me. How's it going? It's all good. It's all gravy. Matt brought some beers, and we're going to have a good time today. That's it, man. I'm honored you have my ringtone on here. You know, that's oh, no me. doubt, man. You gotta... <laughs> Only the best for the yeah. guests. Only the best. This takes me back to my childhood, man. That's it, man. Matt Knight. Now, we've talked about your beer on the show before. We never had you in studio, but we, man, we love your beer. We, Thank we, you. We've a um, big fan of uh, the chocolate cherry stout you made but last year we had uh still favorite uh, still an absolute favorite definitely had to be in our top i think it's the top still, 10 it might be it's, the best i think it's still number one i got one that might you know i was I'm trying to think of that when i was pulling samples today so uh hopefully we got one that can be up there too oh yeah so let me ask you matt what got you into making beer uh so i love always love beer uh always love making beer or i always thought i would like to make beer uh my buddy back in college actually uh, he's a brewer now in Colorado. He's a co-owner at Spice Trade Brewing Company. And he's like, dude, we got to brew a batch together. It was one of his first batches. It was my first batch. And we're like, all right, we're going to make this like the Willy Wonka beers. And we didn't. He read a book. I didn't. And we were like, all right, chocolate peanut butter stout. It's going to be delicious. Mm. Literally took some peanut butter with my hand, like was spreading it on the inside of the bucket. Not really 100% sanitary, but you know what? It uh, did not work at all. It was a Really? Oh. <laughs> Fast forward five years later, uh, my brother-in-law was like, hey, man, whatever happened to us brewing beer? You know, he said when you buy a house, you're going to, you know, get a whole setup. And so we did. I bought, uh, actually, this book you see right over here, Joy of Home Brewing. Yep, yep. And I, I'm an engineer, man, so I didn't want to start with, like, the uh, extract. I skipped to page 250 and started at all grain. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went extract. <laughs> what, do you remember the first time you tasted beer? Oh, jeez. It had to be Miller... High Life, no, not High Life, uh, MGD, uh, Miller Genuine Draft, back in like... Uh, Still a good beer. 13, 14? 13, 14, that was my That was my go-to. That's it, man. Wow, he's hardcore. Partied like it's 1992. You're going to have to cut that part out. I don't drink MGD. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. Oh, what was man. the first beer you ended up making uh, that, that worked? Uh, I mean, when I got my real system, so like the first beer was drinkable, but it was awful. But you couldn't tell me otherwise. I was just so ecstatic to actually have a beer that was ready and made. 
but I I didn't understand the instructions and I was too proud to ask anybody like a true man. So um, I reversed this hop schedule because I thought 60 minute hops meant you put it in after 60 minutes, not for 60 minutes. So all my bittering, I made a Pliny IPA clone and it was just completely fucked up. I mean, it was super bitter, no orange, you know, but hey man, it had alcohol on it. I put it on my kegerator and I was drinking it and it was fantastic. That's it, man. Yeah, same like the, the beer that we brewed. You know, people could may have said, eh, it tastes like eh, whatever. But to us, it was like great. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wasn't we, expecting it to be good, though. I don't know. I mean, what I think our taste, it was good. It was good. It was it was really good beer. Hey, man, if it's drinkable, it's, it's successful. It didn't taste like a half, but still. Well, maybe you weren't trying for a half. Don't tell people it was a half. <laughs> That's it. Just tell, just tell them it's a beer. Yeah. I'll just put the sticker over the half on the box. That's it, man. Now, uh, Matt, I've been uh, to your man cave. And uh, let me tell you, Matt's setup, man. First of all, it's all night, night, everything night, right? Oh yeah. You have a like a, a seven foot uh, night shining, shining armor. armor. Oh yeah. Statue right in the basement. Uh, you got what? Um, taps, beer on tap uh, in every corner. Yeah, I got like seven taps, and then I got like a uh, what do you call them? Snake cobra taps for like you know parties and whatever. I'll have those hooked up to kegs everywhere. I got. Too much equipment, but, you know, I just kind of, like, when I see stuff I think I need, I accumulate it, so. I imagine the Super Bowl parties are pretty crazy at Matt's house, right? Yeah, there's a. Mm. Speaking of football, Matt's got his uh, New York Jets uh, jersey on. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's it. They beat the Giants today. Super good. uh, You know. No, not super good. We need the draft pick. (laughs) We're fighting Miami and Cincinnati for that number one. Man, I'm not not sold on Darnold yet. that was painful, so painful. Or gays, or the and, team. Uh, shout out to all my uh, fellow Giant fans, John Romanoff and. Uh, hey, Chicago Darren. won today. Hey, that's, that's a plus. A, that's a plus. That's a plus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. How's that, Romanoff? So, do we? Uh, should we drink some beer? Yeah, let's drink some beer, let's man. Drink some beer. Let's see. Well, Matt, Matt, we'll let you be in charge of the beer today because you brought some delicious beers. Now, is this? Oh, you got something from the old? Is this from the Thimble Island, or do you? Oh, no, this is, oh, you made beer and put it in bottles. I got you. Yeah, so I, my labels are super fancy. They're little white stickers. I like it. <laughs> uh, I like it. Do you need an opener? Because we have one from our, our good friend Brande from Florida. I do, <laughs> and I'm going to start us off with something funky. Something funky coming up. All right, I like, like the funk. Okay. All right, while you're opening up beers, let me make a couple shout-outs. I want to shout-out to Bree Hiltz. Our drunken little sister got engaged. Yeah, congrats, uh, Breezy. Congrats, Breezy. we got to get you in here so you can tell us your uh, beer stories from Arugal. Look, listen to that part. Oh, man, it sounds yeah, delicious. Not, wait. There we go. All right, Kate Kettles. Let you hit that next. So this right. is a Brett Pale Ale. It was a split batch I did with a lager, um, and I figured I, I only had enough room in my lagering tank to do one. So I uh, threw in some mild Brett. So it's a little funky, a little fruity. I kind of let it just sit in warm temperatures and see what happened, and uh, it's beer. Funky and fruity, like our good friend Davey Lozano. Shout out to Davey. He just ca- closed the Apollo Theater. The Apollo, yeah, I saw Davey. that, man. All right. Nice work, man. Did you go for a sniff? You went right I for went it, I went right for huh? a sip. Mmm. Mm. It's a little funky. It's funky on the nose, like uh, fruity on the tongue. That's it. That's good times right there. That's just like a little cinnamony, right? Maybe am I wrong? Or? I don't got any cinnamon in there, but there is like spiciness from like yeah, yeah from get the spice. Definitely yeah, get yeah. the spice on it. Yeah, nice color to it. Get some good beer, man. This is good. Beer. How long does it take you to make a beer like this? 
Uh, that one, because it's got the bacteria, and that bacteria like takes a really long time. I just let it sit in my base, in the corner of my basement for, you know, like six months. Wow. But I got some that I got others that are like a year old that are still going in the fermenters. I got a barrel that I'm aging barrel aged stouts in. Uh, but I can turn around a beer in three weeks or as little as ten days, as you found out at Fourth of July for my ten day IPA. <laughs> oh, th- thank you again for the <laughs> which was uh, awesome, by the way. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Matt and also uh, Black Helmet brought beers for the 4th of July party. And uh, we appreciate that because the uh, first, first year ever we had some homebrew uh, craft beer at the 4th of July. And everything was tapped. Yeah, we drank it all. By the end of the night, yeah, Black, Black Helmet won that contest. They had, uh, I think both of their kegs kicked first. And then uh, I'm here for the scraps, so. Well, you know. <laughs> Oh, don't feel that way. No, no. Oh, yeah, I feel right. bad now. If I'm going to lose. I like losing to those guys. They're good guys. Nah, we love them guys, man. There are no losers in any of that. No, no. Everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> Speaking of trophies, you won quite a few uh, competitions for beer, right? Yeah, man. I got the uh, most recently with Snurk. I got a couple medals. Um, actually, the other half of this batch did pretty good in the uh, light lager category, uh, Munich Hells. But uh, before that, I won nationals for a porter, which uh, that'll be the the uh, closer for that's the, the night. main event yeah. mm. <laughs> forward to the porter we're going light to dark so yeah so that was know. that was like 9800 people uh Ooh. you know there's 13 districts so you got to win in your district or come in first top three then the uh the best 49 beers or something like that or 39 beers move on to the finals and somehow i got lucky and that day my beer happened to be pouring really good and i won which is oh, crazy. So now, do you have any beer in any uh, bars or anything or any uh, restaurants? Yeah, man. I uh, also, yeah, I recently, won, or back in January, won uh, Fairfield Craft Ales homebrew contest. So uh, my beer just went on tap on Friday over there. So Congratulations. If, thank you. So if you're in the area of Stratford, man, go check them out. Uh, you know, and order Midnight Rider, which is a play on the Almond Brothers song and my son's name. So. That's it. We love Fairfield Craft Brews because they always have, uh, it's all named after classic rock songs, right? Exactly. Do you have Very a favorite? Cool. Keg has a favorite. It's called the, um, what was it called? The, the Devil Went Down to Georgia's <laughs> uh, Fire uh, Ball, whatever it was. <laughs> was it spicy Peach? Uh, they had, no, they had it. I don't think, oh, I, I think man. I got the song wrong, but it was uh, it was uh, made with a ghost pepper, right? Oh, they got a, a oh. it was, um, I just tried one uh, when I was there the other day. Uh, don't fear the reaper. Don't fear, Don't the, fear reaper. the reaper. Reaper pepper, yeah. yeah. Carolina reaper pepper. Oh, boy, that put a uh, hole in your tongue. Yeah, and a hole in my colon. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of the uh, the Mug Club members there makes all the peppers. I'm going to look up his uh, Instagram handle real quick. But, yeah, he's a good guy, and he, he's the one who supplies all the peppers. So they're all locally grown in uh, Bridgeport, I believe. Oh, wow. All right. Drink local, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh yeah. What what's the intrigue about this whole spicy beer thing? I don't get it. Well, I don't know. Beer is almost like ice cream now. You got to have all the flavors, you know. You got to have. It can be done right. I mean, you got to. I like it to tickle the back of my throat. I like to get it, but not. I want to be able to finish my beer. I want to be able to have the whole the whole beer and yeah, maybe yeah. have a second. Yeah, not happening with Don't Fear the Reaper, man. Well, Don't Fear the Reaper. When you had that, it's a one and done. That's it. You well, you wouldn't be able to taste anything else after. No, it anything else will take like a Poland spring water after yeah. you drink. <laughs> They gave it time though. That stuff fades with age, so if it sits on tap for a while, it'll uh, it'll it'll go by the wayside, and it'll it'll fade out, and then it'll be a nice. And you get that like nice vegetably, vegetably can be nice. It could be bad, but like in some mm. cases, it's nice, you know. 
So, what are some of your favorite uh, local breweries or Connecticut breweries? Or uh, I, I mean, I love all the guys who have stepped up and from home brewing to professional. So, you know, you got like uh, the Beer Racks, Armada, and all those guys. Uh, you know, we were just talking about a little bit earlier. Blurred Lines of uh, home brewing recently is going to now become illicit brewing company. I think they're open up in Manchester. Um, they got some good brew. Yeah. They're from uh, Brewers Ball. Yeah, they always uh, they always do some fun stuff. You know, a pineapple uh, is it pineapple hefeweizen? They got a lot of. Fun, I think it may have been, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, counterweight man, uh, Tribus is in Milford. Great oh, beer. Yeah, we had some Tribus on the last episode. Mm. Really good beers. Mm. I mean, you got Nebco. I mean, Connecticut has a lot of great beer. It's hard to pick just yeah. a few. We have not gone to Nebco yet. We got we, we there's a lot of breweries we got to hit. Yeah, there is. It's a, it's it's a it's a wonderful chore. Yeah, we have to just pick a weekend and just just explore. I'm trying to do that. You know, I, I just had a kid, so I'm trying to every Saturday make a habit of getting out of the house. Congratulations! Congratulations. That's it, new daddy. Getting the I got to give the wife some time though to herself. You know, I got to give her some space. So I'm trying to make a oh, habit. Oh yeah, of, we know all about that. <laughs> oh, we're daddies. Boy, do we ever. <laughs> oh yeah. So I figured I'll kill three hours drive upstate Connecticut, have a couple beers, turn around, you know, and I'll. Uh, I got to make him like an Instagram man, make him brew baby or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, too funny. Good, good beers, though, man. Good beers. Speaking of beers, we got more beer. Oh, excellent. got seven taps at home, man. Come on. That is the Willy Wonka of beers. <laughs> this is my most recent batch of uh, New England IPA. I'm still dialing in this recipe, man. I'm still never happy with my IPAs. Um, it's just, you know, I'm looking for, I've had those perfect juicy IPAs where they're, they're just the right age, just the right freshness, just the right hops, and can't always get it. This one came out pretty good, and it's using that crazy uh, Nordic uh, yeast I was talking about, the stuff that basically can't die. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at that pour. Actually, I got two of these boys. Oh, all right. Pass around. Okay. John, you want more? Take some more, man. I got some more beer, man. More beer. Yeah, so New England IPA. I used the hops that I won from the, the Nationals with this. So it was like uh, Comet, which is basically Citra's little brother. Oh, yeah. And uh, what else? Simcoe, a hint of Simcoe, and Amarillo. Oh, this is amazing. The smell is amazing. This is really good. So it's still not... Like the, the the haziness, which is the polyphenols, which is where you get that citrus citrus flavor from. It's uh it's still not quite as thick as I want it, so I'm gonna do more whirlpool hops. I'm uh I'm doing a batch with actually malpractice brewing. They're another home brewer. Mm-hmm. Next week I'm gonna t- uh, steal That's, some uh, Kyle and Carol, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we get around. They uh they recognized us when we <laughs> Yeah, when we home. stepped up over at uh Smoke in the Valley. That's it. They're like, Hey, we listen to your podcast. We're like, Yeah, Thank, Thank God you. someone does, yeah. Dude, their they're New England IPA has been wrecking it. I think they won everything they've been entering it with, and that's hard for a New England IPA because these things are only good for like a month. So, <laughs> Is that oh, it, really? really? Well, no, no, no. Like three months. I find that some of mine that are like harsh in the beginning right. can get like three to four. Wow. But okay. uh, yeah, it's it's they don't they don't last long. You can't hold on to it for like six or eight months like I do some of my other beers. We need to uh, get them on the show as well. Absolutely. Yeah, anybody wants to come on the show, just bring us beer. They had some really good fruity gosés as well. Their, yeah, their, their rosemary like a, is great. Didn't they have something with pineapple or, or mango or, I don't know. They, they had a strawberry. That's what I'm talking about. 
Oh, man. Yeah, we'll think of it. We'll think of it. Come on. I'll remember. That, that was, uh, what, like a few months ago, so yeah. I can't recall what I did last night, so. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We, we know what you did last night. What the hell were you doing camping in the freezing cold? That's what you do, man. <laughs> camping is great. Where were you Friday night when, when it was like... Zero degrees I, out. I wasn't outside camping. Were you making beer? Uh, I was drinking my beer, man. That was the release night for the Midnight Rider. So oh, yeah. I was off getting sloshed at uh, Fairfield Craft Ales. Yeah, as I was sitting around a campfire looking at Instagram going, oh, man, I want that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I was camping this weekend. I know. A little Boy Scout camping. Your, pole, your Poland spring waters were frozen when you woke up in the morning. Yes, they were. Hey, yes, better, they were. Better cold than hot, man. You can always add more layers and take them off. Um, yeah, but there, there were some kids that were not prepared fully. And, oh, uh, well, they learned their lesson. <laughs> well, there was, there was actually one kid who did not even bring a tent. He forgot to bring his tent, and he didn't bring the proper cold-weather clothing. And around 4 o'clock in the morning, he got up, and he was complaining of, like, you know, being severely cold. I don't want to say hypothermia. Yeah, man, but, but you know, you lose a toe, and then you learn a lesson. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah, but you know, you don't want to lose a toe. Then you, you know, there's a balance issue depending on the toe. So the thing is, I, you know, got in my truck, I threw the kid in the back because uh, I got a crew cab, and you know, turned the truck on and turned it up to ninety and thawed out. So we use that trick in Alaska. Mm. That's some good beer. Now, That's you, really good beer. Is, is there a style of beer that's your favorite? Or uh, I, I mean. I, I love drinking something I could have one of, like a nice big boozy something or other. This is crisp. It's got to be nice and balanced. Like, I love this for drinking every day. It depends, man. If it's a Tuesday night and I want to have one beer, I want something like this. Something that's easy drinking, goes down. It's not going to fill me up too much. But, like, my perfect scenario is, like, Fire Pit, Friday night, night, big Imperial Belgian that, like, you know, needs to warm up in the glass a little bit and super boozy and fruity. You like the boozy stuff, right? Yeah. Like that barrel-aged... Stuff that's made in a whiskey that barrel. Whiskey barrel, yeah, yeah, man. If it's, it's 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 aged right, you know, I'm working on that with my own whiskey barrel. But it's it's tough, man. It's about balance. If you got the right sweetness, I don't like it oversweet. I like it. I like it balanced. Alcohol, sweetness, bitterness, all got to work together. Now, does your wife like beer? Thankfully, she does. She's I, my- I, was, I, was <laughs> I was like, I'm like, thankfully, she. Ah, okay, she does. Yeah, she was a wine drinker, and then uh, you know, uh, budgetary issues. I was like, hey, you know. The beer I make is free. The wine at the store is not. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to start drinking beer. And Listen, <laughs> you can go to Total Wine and buy some really cheap stuff. I'm just saying. And, dude, I, do you know the last time I've been to a liquor store? Every time I go to a liquor store, it's for somebody else. I'm never buying anything for myself anymore. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, I make your own. Got a, I got a, like six different styles on tap at one time. Why go out? I need a tap room. Maybe I go to Matt's house more often. <laughs> <laughs> I need to build on to this apartment. I need a loft. That's it. I could probably do a loft above, actually, the studio. Hmm. Maybe you put the kegerator up there and put some lines in the wall and, you know, glycol chiller and, you know, Mm. dude, $20,000 later, we can make this work. Yeah, I got to reinforce the uh, floor. Guess we'll have to have a GoFundMe. All right. GoFundMe (laughs) it is. Or a Patreon. Sweet. Now, on the last beer that we had, you said it was a Brett. Now, when I think of a Brett, I think of a wine. So if you're a winemaker, that is your enemy. And even if you're an anal retentive brewer, you don't want that beer opened up in your house. Really? Yeah. So like I got a bunch of sour beers and I keep them in a separate room. Um, I mean, you can you can co-mingle them, but you got to be careful, man, because some of this stuff, once you put it in, 
it, once it gets into the system, we use like star sand to kill the bacteria. Okay. And yeah. so, like uh, Pediococcus is one of the souring bacteria, and that's resistant to star sand. So then you got to use iodine. But if you use iodine, then it blend, then it bleaches all your plastic parts. Plastic hides bacteria. It's just a, a, a never-ending circle of cleaning and sanitizing and worrying. And so, I have a I have one line on my kegerator that's just sours, ciders, something that's not typical uh, brewer's yeast. So that's this one's on that tap. And once this is done, I have a sour porter that's going to back that up. By the time that's done, my a sour porter, sour porter. So yeah, I did plums, blackberries. I, I soured a porter, and it didn't get like sour, 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 but it's like tart. It's kind of like a porter if you were in England back in like the 1600s because they didn't have any sanitary control, so they their yeah, beers yeah. went sour. Wow, because I've had a sour IPA, and sour IPAs are good because mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of takes down the the hoppy portion of of that IPA, and it kind of adds a little little something different. Um, well, I I liked it. I'm trying to think of what what it was. It's balanced, um, man. Citru- that citrusiness and the hoppiness, and then the 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 cut of the acid will help keep it clean. Yeah, it was it was definitely balanced. And uh, well, even we were talking about before we uh, we started recording uh, the black IPA. That that was a whole different thing, and it looks like it looks like a porter. It kind of even drinks like a porter, you know. It it and then it has like that the hoppy kind of back to it. That that's what I got from it anyway. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you're doing something different with the IPAs. No doubt. Because we, we were kind of, you know, soured on the IPAs to begin when with. When we first started, we, we started. it wasn't our thing. And then, I, I don't know, I, once you start drinking them, you get hooked. I think that you almost, like, created the hoppiness. Yeah, threshold, man. <clears throat> it, did you like uh, did you like beer when you first drank it? Like piss warm, you know, PBRs? Or? Well, I mean, first time I drank beer, I'm a, I mean, I might have been five years old. Because back then, you know, your, your dad would let you have a sip, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and but it I, wasn't frowned upon. You didn't go to jail for it. But, but I uh, got to say, you know, as a kid, you're not looking to drink beer no. to taste it. You're looking for beer that doesn't taste like ass and, you know, you want to get messed up on it. But as, as you start to mature... You know your taste buds mature, and and you want to find that great tasting beer. That's it. You know this isn't your dad's beer. No, basically, my dad's yeah. beer was Michelob and that old, uh, or, you know the the, the the brown bottle with the, uh, the skinny long neck. Yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember how it tasted. Or the Lowenbrow. Low and Oh, good old beers, man. That's a beauty homebrew, though, man. If you don't like something, every first of all. Like what you like, drink what you like. I don't care what you like, and that I make beer that I like, and I'm just trying to make my perfect beer, my perfect IPA, my perfect. Well, stout I like this order. beer, so I'm gonna have a little more. Well, see, that's different because it seems like a lot of these breweries are trying to make what people are drinking. Yeah, because they're trying to make money. Th- th- exactly, exactly. <laughs> that. So they're they're kind of influencing, you know, what is going on out there. Well, that's the difference between a. Uh, a hobby and a job, man. I, I don't have to report to anybody. I'm not trying to make money. I'm just, and that's why I'm okay giving it away because I'm just trying to clean out my stock. And you know, I'll, I'll make what I like to make. And if it doesn't turn out good, I distill it and turn it into whiskey. And you know, really, yeah, oh. I got a, I got a still uh, for my birthday. Wow, my wife's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he is the night rider. That's it, man. Tell you what, take a pause for the cause. And uh, we'll come back and have more beers with Matt Knight. I want to tell you all about the, uh, we saw a concert this week. And what a concert it was. And we'll talk about the Interrupters concert at Toad's Place. 
all things Matt Knight, and uh, we're gonna have some fun. It Hang is a with pizza. us. Pizza too. We had pizza. Thank you, Vincent's, for some pizza, man. That was good pizza. Oh yeah, more beer, man. Beer coming up. So we checked out a concert this week. What a great concert we it was, the, man. We went to the Toad's Place. Are you familiar with the Toad's Place? I, I am. We went with Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam Goldbeck, thank you for introducing us to this band, The Interrupters. And they rocked it out, man. They were That was just... They were solid. So much fun. I really like seeing a show at Toad's. Did you? Now, for me, and I've been in plenty of mosh pits at, uh, at the Toad's Place... Mm-hmm. I've never felt the floor bounce the way that show did. Yeah, it was an that int- floor. There was so much given that floor. I'm like, I never felt the floor move like this before. It was an interesting mosh pit because it wasn't so much a mosh pit. It was kind of a just everybody funky bouncing. dancing pit, you know. And every it once was, in a while, there'd be a little pushing and shoving, but they were just dancing, having a good time. It was almost like remember the Bushwhackers in WWF, the walk they did. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, yeah. that, that, that's how people were just bouncing into each other. But uh, the dude with that mohawk. Oh yeah, yeah. This dude, this dude had a crazy mohawk. It was like nine feet tall. It was and, insane. It was and, all different colors, and he looked like he was baked to Jesus, man, and. Uh, that mohawk didn't move. I was gonna say I'd hate to stand behind him if he turned sideways. Oh no, no, yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> oh, he's gonna impale you. It was a lot of fun, though. A lot of cool people we met. And in the band uh, afterwards, took pictures with everybody. And yeah, signed well, autographs. I got the, I got the uh, sticker and hand the out stickers, man. It was cool, man. Uh, how about that opening act? It was Skinny Lister. Well, well Skinny. we we missed one of the opening. Band, we missed one of the opening, but we saw the middle band, Skinny Lister. I, I want to get their stuff, man. Yeah, they're they're, they're I'm a uh, fan. from uh, England, a fan. England, I think, right? London, England. Yep, though? from the UK. And they had an interesting group of people. Now, one guitar player looked a lot like a Mexican version of Jason Sudeikis. The other lead. Get out of here! He did. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is awesome. Yeah. Now, now right, the the main right. the main singer guitar player he looked like Conan O'Brien. An anorexic Conan O'Brien. Yeah. yeah, they had a they had a guy who looked like Orange Cassidy from AEW wrestling, and then they had um, the the girl that sang with the band. Uh, she was interesting. She had like a real really tight leopard print leotard gimmick on, but she had the body of a retired secretary. And uh, you know, I was kind of. I mean, you know, this is always the thing. You know, you shouldn't look at a girl and go, "Is she pregnant?" Uh, yeah, because uh, it's kind of like a kind of unwritten uh, you know, rule. Well, it's not nice to say, but uh, I mean, maybe she but, just likes beer. Maybe she's. Uh, had I think a she kind of looked pregnant, man. Didn't the owner of Lululemon get in trouble for that? Be like, oh, some people just should not wear our pants. <laughs> That's it. But it, it was cheetah print, right? Cheetah print. She had the Darth Vader oh, it was helmet, a, it was haircut, a full body suit, and these lips. These lips it looked like Rocky Horror Picture Show at the beginning. Big old and, big jagger and you know, lips. I mean, and. Not too, but this is funny. The first thing I thought of was uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. When uh, they were in a cafe. And the, the girl at the keyboard. That's, that's what I thought of. Well, the blue guy had the keyboard. She had the 
Oh, I thought she had a keyboard too. I know the blue guy had a keyboard. The blue guy had a keyboard. Okay, so she was just a singer. She was a singer, right? So I think we need to uh, to maybe do a side-by. Side-by-side, I'll put it on Instagram. But I think that that was the first thing I thought of. (laughs) And I said to Johnny and Jim, I go, Return of the Jedi. (laughs) But the interrupters, man, they were awesome. They were awesome. Awesome. Saw some friends at the show. And uh, who we ran into from uh, Hatebreed? Oh, uh, Wayne. Wayne from Hatebreed was there. We got a Lozenek, yeah. yeah. He was way cool. Um, you know, I don't know if, if it you know is, is news or not, but they're in the studio doing another album, which is cool. So Hatebreed's coming out another album. I'm stoked. I love Hatebreed. You know, and, and to see Hatebreed, I mean, you know, the local band, and to see, uh, you know, members of, you know, local bands, you know, checking out other bands, I think that's a cool thing, man. Yeah, but man, uh, definitely check out the Interrupters if you haven't. They're going to be on tour with Weezer and Green Day, I think, next year. And uh, Fall Out Boy. Yeah, Fall Out Boy. Big tour, big tour. And the way Jimmy talks about him, you know. Jimmy's been following him since um, uh, 2014. He says, you know, to see him in a small venue like that, not going to see it for a while. Yeah, so I'm glad we did. We took a lot of pictures. We'll put them up on Beer Man Beer podcast at uh, Instagram for y'all to check out. And I think Scott's having like this resurgence, man. Good, good, it should. What's your tunes, Matt? What, what, What kind of tunes are you into? Uh, I mean, I, I don't listen to too much music. I, I'm like 90s hip-hop. Uh, I mean, I, I listen to the same music I grew up in the 90s, man. So I'm, I'm you know, Nas, Biggie, Tupac. Wow. I didn't figure out Matt to be a hip-hop guy. Yeah. I did not mm-hmm. picture that either. Play that funky music, white boy, huh? At the same time, I listen to PLR. You know, I listen to classic rock, too. I mean, I, I listen to everything but new music, basically, and country. Not a country guy. All right. no, not, not a country guy. What's wrong with country, man? We, we like country. Hey, if you don't like it, you don't like no, it. No, no, I want to know. What, what, what's wrong with country? I'm a little bit rock and roll. That's you know? <laughs> not a little bit of country? <laughs> no, nah, not a little bit of country. I, I've heard a, a few too many songs about broken trucks and dogs and grandmas <laughs> on the porch. And... <laughs> Come on, that's life, man. Howdy. Not in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, there might be some areas in Connecticut that are broken like that. Ain't nothing wrong with country. No, nah, there's nothing wrong. I just <laughs> I didn't grow up around it. You know what I mean? No, that's cool, man. I didn't grow up with it either. Well, know. country music is basically pop music now anyway, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, country sucks now. <laughs> I, I was fighting back and forth with people in Alaska, man, because they're all from Texas, so you know that's the only thing they listen to. And so we're in the, the same truck trying to play music, and they play country, so I'm just like, screw you, man. I'm playing Eminem. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem's cool. I really like Eminem. I like yeah. Eminem. Yeah, you're, you're a Biggie fan, right? I like Biggie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Biggie. Biggie nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Took that long? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Considering uh, Maiden and Priest aren't in yet, I mean. <laughs> true. But Biggie's not rock and roll. Come on, man. I 100% agree with that. But. Still rock and roll to me, man. Uh, Don't uh, let my music taste sweet, though, man. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not throwing us. No, no. no it's, this Hall of Fame thing just really disturbs me. You guys thirsty? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <It's a> beer. <laughs> More beer. All right. So okay. this is the maybe a contender for the cherry chocolate stout. All right. All right. It's just a chocolate oh. stout. It's it's in oh, the same. Oh, the cherry chocolate stout is my favorite. No, no cherry in this guy. But I was trying. What I was trying to do with this was make a pastry stout, which I didn't go all in. I went like I I towed it a little bit. So. uh it's definitely chocolatey. I put some lactose in there. 
and I put some cinnamon, but those two didn't really come through. So I'm next batch of this, I'm gonna back off the dark grains and uh, boost up the lactose and the cinnamon. Make it. I want to make it taste like a dark chocolate cinnamon roll. All right. Ooh. So when when you say lactose, now this is becoming like a milk stout. I was trying to do a cinnamon cinnamon milk stout with cinnamon. It didn't quite come out the same way I was thinking. This was supposed to be the beer that my wife was going to come back from, from the hospital with and drink, like, the whole keg to her head. You know, oh, like, that must have been a hard nine months for her. Oh, yeah. so, to be around come, all that beer and not to be able to drink any? She still enjoys it, but it didn't come out exactly how it was open. So. Oh, that is yeah. so dark. That looks delicious. Johnny B, have some, man. Ooh, yeah. Nice head. Wow, that is just beautiful looking. Oh, oh. it smells delightful. Ooh, that's good. So since you've changed your uh, your name to just Night Brewing, you've gotten new stickers as well as bottle caps. Bottle caps? I'm going to be working on magnets. i got to sit down and uh, glue all the magnets onto the back of the bottle caps. Uh, i got some sweatshirts and T-shirts. We, we, we can help you if you yeah, want. Yeah, we definitely need some of those sweatshirts yeah. and T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, no wow, this is way cool, man. Yeah, I, so, I, I go all in, man. So, so what was the reason? Hey, listen, we've we got to put them on the board. It got to be on the board, man. So why did you change from night and day brewing to just night brewing? Because and day didn't really fit in the logo. No. Ah, that works. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, night and day was like, you know, it was kind of like the first thing I came up with when I was uh, started brewing. I didn't really think I'd be going down this far, man. I hit I hit the pinnacle of pinnacles when I won the NHC, man. That I peaked. So it's all downhill from here, but I figured I might as well change the name and... Uh, <laughs> Now, for anybody that doesn't know, what, what's NHC? Uh, sorry, National Homebrew Competition. So that was the thing, you know, 9,800 people vying for uh, 28 gold medals, man, and I don't know what I did right, but I got one, so. 9,800. 9,800. 9,800 people from all around the world. Wow. wow. All around the world. Yeah. Was any of our uh, people in there, our friends in there, or just you guys? Yeah, so uh, Joe was, so a lot of people made it, so if you make it in New York in the top three, uh, you get to go to the or you get put into the national. So uh, Joe had a Roch beer. I forget what it, the exact name because I'm really bad at pronouncing German words. But basically, a, a dark wheat beer. It was phenomenal. I I don't know. I thought it was one of the best beers I've tasted. I had it at Smoke in the Valley last year, and it was I mean, it was great. It was just fantastic. Um, and I was sitting there, man. Like thankfully they had it in Rhode Island this year, so I was able to like hand off, hand off my entries. I'm sitting there, and they call the third person for, like, porters and stouts, and I'm like, dang it. Call the second person, like, fuck, man. And my parents are sitting next to me, and they're just like, they see me, and I'm like, I'm starting to, like, droop my head a little bit, and I'm getting sad. And then all of a sudden I look up, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like, the most exciting moment of my life, and I'm freaking out. I put on my Ninja Turtle backpack on, Ninja Turtle mask, and I jump up on stage. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? So cool. As one does. This is absolutely delicious. That's good times. I get the nice finish with the cinnamon. Yeah, it's on the back end, a little yeah, spice. It's good. It would be. Hey, I got a shout out to um, our boy Sal Peasy from the To Be Blunt podcast. I was on the show. Um, to Be Blunt. To Be Blunt is a show by a pro wrestler who's also a rapper who uh, smokes a lot of weed. And uh, he's our boy. He, we're going to have him on our show soon. And uh, he was at a wrestling show where he got to uh, work with the Sandman. Sandman? Our boy. Cannibal, cannibal, cannibal. Cannibal, cannibal, cannibal. Johnny Benson. And he, uh, he, he took a cane shot from the... Really? Yeah. Wow. A little video of that. Maybe I should post that up on uh, 
Thank you, thank you Sal, for uh, having me on the show, and uh, we'll have you on Beer Man Beer soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, wow, these are good beers. These man. are really good beers, man. I mean, geez. Thanks, man. It's just, uh, you know, kind of get used to drinking it every day. So do you plan on opening a brewery or is it a... Nah, man. It's, it's, uh, I love working on my car, but I don't want to open an auto shop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. I hear you, man. If you make it a job, it becomes a chore. Like, it, like you were saying before, like everyone's putting out an IPA. So if I had to say I'm super successful brewer, right? I went to school. I'm, I'm working at Two Roads. I'm brewing the same batch of Little Heaven every day, every shift. Yep. Not that it, it wouldn't be awesome. Not that that I mean that those guys who do it are not amazing and super smart at what they do and what they're doing is amazing. Yep. But I don't. You're making the same widget day after day. Yeah, I'd like yep. to experiment a little bit, man. I like to throw some weird stuff in there. And you know what? If it screws up, I again I distill it or throw it down the sink, and I I don't lose too much money. I lose like you know thirty, forty bucks, whatever. Who cares? What do you feel is the most innovative uh, concoction you made? Ooh, dude. Uh, Ooh, so, so going I, deep. I made an Elvis beer split batch that was... Uncle, Uncle it was, Bird in love. It was supposed to be like, <laughs> thank a, you, thank you very much. a golden strong ale, and I split it up. And half of it went to Kinsman, and I ended up winning... Uh, not winning, I came in third, um, and I got to brew on their system. It was a chocolate banana blonde ale. Wow. The other half I split. And I'd like I made, a scoop of ice cream with that. Oh, it it, wow. it was nice. It was like you ever had a white stout? So No. Was, no. Oh, oh, no. What we didn't never heard of a white stout. It's like uh it's pale. It looks like a it looks like a it looks like a Hefeweizen kinda. And it you add cocoa or like coffee to it, so it has that roasty character, but you don't expect it. It like kinda hits you and you're like, Whoa, what what the hell is that? Oh, we got beer. Those. Uh, and then the other half, I made an Elvis beer, which was uh, bacon. So I put banana in the base. We got a wheel in this race. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I did the banana, peanut butter, bacon in the other half. And Hold on, hold on. Bacon? Yeah, it did not work out the way you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How, how can you go wrong with bacon? It was it was a salty ham flavor that did not – it faded away, thankfully. But it was – the first couple of weeks, I was just like, this thing is goddamn undrinkable. I was about, oh, to, I was about no. to chuck it. Thankfully, it just turned into a nice peanut butter banana uh, blonde ale at the end. So. Nice, See, now, like Jack's Abbey, they have a beer called Fire and a Ham. Awesome. It's like it's like you're drinking a ham when you got the clothes and everything. So I wouldn't. The only thing I would say, like I've, I've done bacon-ish beers before, and uh, I would just use smoke malt because that's what you want. You want the smoky, the cherry wood smoke is what you want off the bacon. You don't want the fat because it's bad for head retention. You don't want the salt. Salt in a beer, unless you're having a goza or margarita with a Corona yeah, yeah. in it, like you know, you don't really want that either. So I've done. I next time, I you know maybe bacon extract. I basically took slabs of bacon and tried to. <laughs> you know, put them in vodka and, and, and put it in. And it just didn't, maybe I didn't do it right, but it didn't work for me. So I'm probably not going to try that again. See, he said Goza. Not, not that, I, that I, 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 never... I got your other conversation, but, but Goza. So you hear Goza, Goze, or Ghost. They're probably more right than what I said. I also say diacetyl or diacetyl. I still don't remember which one's right because I always read it oh. one way and then say it another. And according to the Reinheitsgebot, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is good beer, man. <laughs> now everybody's got me calling it Gozes. I'm like, I don't know. Goza, Goze. I, I always no thought idea. it was like goes a long way. Goza. Okay. Oh so, you know what? We have to pick one. Goza. Goza's good for me. Yeah, man. Sounds, le- sounds less douchey. 
and Gose. I like those Gose's. I'll put my juice scarf on. Yeah, shout out to Breezy Hilts. I'll be on Breezy's show Saturday night this week. Um, You'll be down in the cellar? I'll be down in the cellar, yeah. And, uh, 16, com- oh, no, 10 comedians competing for a cash prize. Uh, I don't expect to win a cash prize, but I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> why, why don't you expect it? I don't know. I, I believe in you. I, I appreciate it. Come on, appreciate Johnny it. B. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, I'll be there. And then uh, this Friday night is Milford Point Brewing. Oh, Milford Point. The You're 15th of November. Kevin Downey Jr. from America's Got Talent will be there. And also, his gal. His gal. Yeah, they also got engaged. Shout out to them. They just did really? not, I saw that on Facebook on the way over. Oh, I got to go right. say congratulations. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, Paul Terrell uh, from the Funniest Comic in Connecticut contest, he will be there as well. Now he was down to the final four, correct? He, he made it. He came in second place. Second place? Second place, nice. Paul. Yeah. First yeah. place loser. Shout out. Oh, come on. <laughs> nah. Shout out, nah, shout out to cat. Giancarlo Biandino for winning the, uh, the the contest this weekend. Contest is over, so I'll, ha- I'll have more time on my hands to, to drink more beer. But, <laughs> Good. I got a lot of kegs. You got to finish. Oh, excellent. Less travel, too, man. You're all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I'm going to miss Westport. Uh, I'm going to miss the, uh, the, uh, the Wild Housewives of Westport. <laughs> Oh, by the way, shout out to Cindy for uh, last week having a great show. Great, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of good feedback on Cindy. And, uh, Sal listened to it, and uh, Trisha Finley uh, just posted on Facebook how she loved the episode. Did talk a lot about her vagina, so if you want to check that one out, you haven't heard it yet. Check out last week's episode forty-three. I just went to my gynecologist. Speaking of the vagina, yeah, a lot of vagina talk. <laughs> 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 I've never, heard, I've, never heard, I've never heard truncated like that. Like, the vagine. Oh Any vowel will do for that last letter. Uh, <laughs> no, where's Kamata? There he is. It's pee break time. Time for us to take a pee. And we'll be back with more beer, more Matt Knight, more keg kettles. More Johnny B. Johnny B, baby. We're going to be back. Beer, man, beer. We're the Harsh Twins. And you're listening to Beer Man Beer Podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt Knight, we were talking golf during the break. Matt, you're a golfer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I, I play golf very badly. It's been my job since I was like 12. I was a caddy, man, and I just you think being around the sport for that long, you'd finally pick it up. I, I I'm a fucking horrible golfer. Really? Caddy, huh? What made you be a caddy? Were just you? As, were you ben- in- Benjamins, man. Benjamins. Were you All inspired right. by the movie? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, 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 at the time. <laughs> Speaking of the movie. Cannonball. Cannonball. What do we got today, Johnny? I'll have to look in the fridge and see what we got. We got to get some of that uh, that Oriental stuff. You want that? Yeah. All right. That stuff was good. So how long did you caddy for? Uh, about 12 years. I, I started working. 12 years of caddying? Before it was legal, I started working because wow. I was so massive as a child that they just let me on. They thought I was 14. Uh, and, dude, it's it's 120 bucks for four hours of work. When I back in, you Sweet know, gig. Yeah. I and, tried to do caddying. I just couldn't get into the gig. I mean, you got to kiss some ass and just yes, sir, no, sir. That's exactly. You got to kiss the ring. Yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. I don't like a sport that has a mini version. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Matt, you're, uh, you, you did say you didn't want any shots. But, I'll do, a, I'll do a, a very small. Very small shot. Yeah. All right. A small tasting. cannonball. A tasting. For former caddy. Now, the Ric Flair of homebrew. Oh, yeah. Matthew Knight. Woo! All right, this is a little bit of uh, last week's cannonball that we did in honor of Cindy Gray. We did a nice, this is uh, actually from France, Domaine Canton. Ooh la la. It's but, got, but it has uh, some Asian influence. It's made with uh, cognac. Asian z- ginseng? And some. Uh, Was it ginseng in there? Vin- or ginger. Yeah. There's uh, baby, baby Vietnamese ginger. Ah, uh, Vietnamese ginger. That's it. All right, so. What makes it baby ginger? That's small. <laughs> the root is not deep. It's named after the people who harvest it. It's before it's. Cooked. Oh, maybe yeah. that's a good possibility. Nice little shot for you there, Matt. Cheers. Well, there's labor laws and stuff like that. The UK kettles. Yeah. In honor oh, yeah. of uh, hey, Bill Murray is going to be uh, doing Caddyshack. Um, not Caddyshack. Ghostbusters new movie. They're coming out with all the, the female cast Gunga. again. No, no, the guys. The guys are coming back. The, the original guys. Of course, we won't have. Um, uh, Harold uh, Ramis? No. Yeah. Ramis, yeah? All right. Yeah. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis passed away, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. From Stripes. Not. From Stripes. Stripes was great, too. Cannonball. Cannonball. So what do you think about the uh, the whole Cheers thing from Cindy's uh Cindy episode. liked to Cheers every she time we had a drink. every time. Uh, Which, I think um, that's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. I enjoyed it, yeah. So you want to go Cheers? Well, Cheers. Well, cheers. Here you cheers. Go. Cheers and cheers. Cannonball. cannonball. Cannonball Cheers. Everybody, here we go. Woo! Spicy. Now that's spicy. That is spicy, huh? Mm. What do you think of that, Matt? It is very gingery. Spicy, sweet. It's nice, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's like an after-dinner drink, I would say. Like, yeah. I would say that and like a nice piece of cheesecake, maybe. Oh, oh that cheesecake. We're going to party with Matt more often. Yeah. We got to do some, some uh, beer tasting and some... Pairing. There you go. Mm. Now, um, I don't know. We, we did an episode one time with some beer from North Carolina that was uh, just peanut butter, like a f- peanut butter flavored beer. And we we ate it with the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Remember the Fool's Gold? Oh, yes, gold? we did. The Fool's Gold. That was uh, from Rusty Rail. Rusty Rail, it was a peanut butter Hefeweizen. <whistles> I forget the ABV, but that was delicious. So good. One of our favorites. Yeah, I picked up that. That was actually Pennsylvania. Peanut butter is a hard flavor, man. I, I'm still trying to work on that one. Well, that's what um, that's probably the, the first thing I tried from you was the peanut butter jelly beer you made. That was one of the best batches I ever made, and like it's one of those ones where it's like you stick to the same recipe, and the next time it doesn't come out as good, which is uh, infuriating. But yeah, so that was what Brewer's Ball. I or think was so, it Smoke yeah. in the Valley? No, it was Smoke in the Valley. Smoke yeah, in the that's valley. Where no, that was Smoke in the Valley. Oh, yeah. that's where we first met. That's it. Oh. Yeah, we met. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. Such a good day. 
That's it. And you know what? That was before the podcast. Yeah, well, we were we were doing we, some we were PR. About we were talking it. about it. We're, like, we're gonna have, we're get, gonna have a podcast. Well, we were trying to get you know what what the reaction would be if if we were to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Still got the Moran brothers on here too. Yeah, we've gotta get them all on. Yeah, they won that too. They won the last two, I think, by People's Choice. You know, man, did you try the the last uh, event we were at? I was there for a minute. My you kid was, there, yeah, my yeah, kid yeah, was yeah, just yeah, born yeah. like the day before. Yeah, so I, and I apologize. The one time that I nag you, when are you going to come on the podcast? Is the day your son was born? I sent you that text. I'm like, when are you going to come on the podcast? I was like, well, he sends me a picture of the baby. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> it's yeah, like, so well, this guy yeah. came today, yeah. so like, give me a couple weeks. Will you? I think I think I texted you before I texted my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I go to pick up my Modern. phone. It's like, when are you coming on? I'm like, look at this little fucker. <laughs> you know what happened with me, right? My son was born in the car. Really? Yeah. On the way to the hospital? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I told the story just, on the like, show. We're driving to like Dutch's. No, no. <laughs> we, went, we went to the hospital and uh, the, the the doctor told us to go home. And she was ready to have the baby. So we got in the car and she was in the front seat. Baby came out about exit 46 on the highway and I drove to Yale while he was. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> We were almost like that. They're like, hello, baby. This is your first time? We're like, yeah. They're like, all right. We, we're not in a rush. And then they check her out. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we better get you in the room. <laughs> the hospital was that? Uh, yeah. 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 It was, it, it, they do a good job at you. My buddy's an accountant there, so we didn't have to. No, I'm just did, did you have to, pay. <laughs> Did you have to sleep on that uh, shitty couch thing that they uh, They had like they, a recliner. like a, some, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, at the post. Post maternal, dude, my back was fucked up for weeks. Oh, man, no love for dads at that. Uh, no, yeah. they were like, hey, "You want to stay another night?" I'm like, "I don't think it'd be good for us no. if we stay another night." You got a blow up mattress? Oh man! Now Milford, I think, closed their maternity ward. They did. They're like, I'm like, I, I live right next to Milford Hospital. They're like, No, you don't want to go there. <laughs> They're like, you, They can deliver you in an emergency, but if anything, I mean, if anything goes wrong, you have a hangnail, you're done. Yeah. Because I heard a lot of cool stories from Milford, you know, parents that get, uh, you know, after the delivery, there there's like a, a steak and lobster dinner and all kinds what? of stuff like that. And I was like, get out of here. Hey, man. I mean, maybe. I did it wrong. I went to Yale and uh, St. Ray's. Yeah, I don't know about you. I got the same stale sandwich that, my, my wife had two sandwiches that day. I Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was excited about the little peanut butter they had in the cup. Dude. I didn't get another. Really? Oh, they, they, they had the bagels cup. and they had little peanut butter cups. So I, I would take all the peanut butter and I would just eat peanut butter right out of the. Uh, oh, that's nice. That's it. Huh. It's on Peanut Butter Jones, man. I was, I was thinking of that fool's gold, man. Oh, I, I'm, I'm brewing one, another one soon, man. I got. I'll bring it by. I'm, I'm stealing some uh, tips from Steiny at No Worries. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a home brewer. He's now working with the, the No Worries Brewery. And, we have yet uh, to go there. Solid beers, man. Especially, I mean, their beers are great. They've won awards for uh, Dosi Do, their IPA. Um, but it's really cool because you get to see Steinies like like my homebrew, and they do. They brought he brought his system to the brewery, and now their pilot batches are basically his homebrew batches or whatever they want to try. If they want right, to try right. something, they'll do it on a ten gallon scale. So they go quick, but they're really cool and interesting. Like he has a blood, blood orange ahi or aha pepper. It's like spicy blood orange beer. You, you know, if we want to talk about spicy and good. This thing is phenomenal. I've heard about it. It's it, I had a sip. It's like just the right amount of spice with blood orange juice, and it's just so good. All right, we gotta do right, it. Let me try it. Out. We gotta check it out. Now, have you made any pumpkin beers? 
I, I made a couple in the past. I, I stole one of the recipes from my buddy I was talking about at Spice Trade. Uh, he makes a pumpkin spice latte uh, beer. And they're okay. My friends like it, and they love it, and they drink like 10 of them, and then I'm stuck with the other 80. <laughs> You're not into it? It's seasonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's seasonal, and my beer is usually because I make so many and I have so many on tap. They stick around for like six months. So Well, you got to call us more. You just got to knock on the door, man. Come on down. Um, yeah, because what was it? Milford Point, they, they do a... a I, liked, I like their pumpkin. I have not had their pumpkin but yeah. everybody puts that little cinnamon around the uh, mm. the rim cheaters yeah. cheaters yeah, exactly <laughs> that that's what i thought huh. oh well but that's all it is i mean pumpkin beer is better without the pumpkin i think uh, my favorite's pumpkin that's the one i really love because it has like a graham cracker flavor in it pumpkin but they use extract and i try using extract it doesn't taste good now we had one before we even started the show southern in tier new york is that one yeah southern southern tier no i'm talking about uh that one, yeah, we can never figure out. Well, who this did this was it. before we were writing down the beers we were drinking. <laughs> this was at a tap room in the city, and we had this pumpkin beer, and it was the most amazing Dude, beer. It's right down to the Cool Whip. On you tasted top Cool Whip. You tasted everything pumpkin. in it, man. It was absolutely amazing. We have yet to go back there, but also when you punch in, you know, in, in the city, you, you, there, there's too many beers that uh, actually think of what. It could be. Yeah, because they had like six so different So we have to go back beers. there. It's probably yeah. a one-off batch. I mean, even in like Pumpkin that I said I love, this year, horrible. Really? It's 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 no graham cracker, all cinnamon. Uh, and it's, it, they just, they screwed it up. Man. It's batch to batch, man. Not everything comes out amazing. You got any, what's, uh, what are some? But Southern Tier was good, and you poured it out. I didn't, I didn't like Southern Tier. That's the Pumpkin. Is that? Is that what That's the one I'm talking, yeah. So they have a, well, they have a Warlock and they have a Pumpkin. But Southern Tier makes some. Is that the Pumpkin? I don't know. We had it. In the, it was in a bottle. That, that was at the Five Finger Death Punch show. And uh, wait, wait a classifier, Johnny. It was in a bottle or a can. <laughs> One of the two. I don't know. <laughs> yes, it, it was, was liquid, in a bottle. In a bottle. <laughs> it was liquid form, and there was white on the label. I I felt like it tasted medicine-y. like uh like a uh, Robitussin. Yeah, it had, had more. I didn't taste the pumpkin too much. And, I, and some of the pumpkin beers, I don't feel taste at all like anything pumpkin. <laughs> See, I, I like a, the the Weyerbacher. Um It's got a, a a pumpkin, a hint of pumpkin, but there's a lot of great spices in it. That's what I I shoot for. I don't even use pumpkin anymore. Just try to shoot for like a a brown ale that's like kind of sweet caramelly, and then mm. throw some spices on top. Mmm. Nice. So what's on tap? What do we got next? What we got next is. This is the main event. This is the, the number one beer in the country, as it's labeled on my tap. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 all right. Oh, oh. Look at that. He's got the secret. That's like the holy grail of growlers right there. Ooh. Wow, that sounds amazing. I want some. Oh, yeah. Look at him. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm okay, going Kelly, in. Go, go. So all this right. is the Let's porter I poured at... Uh, the club night for national homebrew competition and i literally as i so my my award-winning recipe which you can find on my uh instagram page i have the note in my notebook that says okay maybe a little too roasty might be considered a stout so knock off the dark grains 20 percent this is the one i knocked the dark grains off 20 percent then as soon as i came in first place i crossed that out and said 
Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> this is it. This is the championship of beers right here. Right? Oh yeah. All right. And this one, like, I know you guys got a bottle, but this one, I don't know what I did wrong. Oh. I screwed up the bottling. This one is the right amount. You see the head retention? It, it, oh, yeah. As you can see through the podcast, I know you're looking right now. It's got the nice two fingers of head, dark, roasty, chocolatey smell. It's delicious. Mm. Oh, it smells awesome. Wow. Could this be my favorite? We will soon find out. We'll find out. Go in, go in deep keg kettles. I want to hear what you have to say before I take a sip. Oh, look at that. The look on keg kettle's face right now. Priceless. Wow. Wow, that's good. Thanks, man. Um, it's technically the best porter in the world if you're talking to homebrewers for this year, kind of-ish. Not maybe. Not, not really. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> But what I do is I, uh, so it's, it's a standard porter recipe, which honestly, this is one of the first recipes I ever brewed. I stole it from somebody else. And, uh, I don't know why it works in my system so well, but I overcharge it with CO2, which kind of gives it like a nitro feel to it. So it's got that like carbonated, like fluffy mouth feel. Yeah. But it's not so smooth like a nitro. That, that's like the thing that I don't like about nitro. It's so smooth. It's like it, a little it, too chewy. It, it's, yeah. It's weird. This is uh, this is so delightful. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Nice. Buddy. Definitely good chocolatey oh, kind good. of. It's smooth. Mm. It's velvety. It's velvet. <laughs> this is beautiful. What is that velvet? <laughs> wow! I can't. I can't put this down. Hold oh. on. Keep drinking it. Keep, oh. keep telling me what you think about it. That's a good beer, good beer. No, but this is this is smooth, chocolatey, and just like that. That nitro, it's like a liquid. It's almost like a liquid candy bar. <laughs> it's so good. Oh yeah! All right, where's that bottle? All right, more. Yeah, keg's going in for more. Oh uh, yeah! I can't get enough. You know, definitely right with the head retention. Oh, yeah. That's a nice, oh. dark, chocolatey, coffee look to it. Black gold, Texas tea, if you will. Mmm. That's oh, all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't have that that very smooth nitro feel to it, though, which, which I like. It's somewhere like two-thirds of the way there. It's kind of halfway in between-ish. What, what's the whole, the whole nitro movement? It's, Everybody's doing nitro. You can make a thin beer with like no carbs in it, taste fuller with because the nitrogen bubbles are smaller, so they froth up more. Oh. So Guinness is actually everyone thinks Guinness is a heavy beer. Guinness is actually a super light beer. Yeah, it's, it's low calorie, right? It's low calorie. It's super light, but the nitro makes it feel thicker and gives it that body. So like it's it's all the the positives with uh, none of the. It's weird though because you drink it, it's like drinking a loaf of bread. You think that, but it, in your stomach, it should be able to. You should be able to drink Guinness all day, just like Bud Light, you know? We know what? We had a Bud Light uh, Toads the other day, and I swear to God, I turned to Keg, and I was like, this is like drinking a Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Those are exact words. He's like, this tastes like a Diet Coke. I'm like, yeah. But when you're hanging out with someone that that drinks that, then, you know, you drink what they drink. You got it. Nothing wrong against that either, you know? People like what they like. But I I did shift to a UFO, to a, a white which is always good. 
I like UFO. They're, they're a good can. I'm not a bad can, huh? Do you have a favorite domestic beer? Or? Oh, man, that's like uh, it's like asking a guy what's his favorite kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a favorite kid. No, I can't say <laughs> no, that. No, no, you don't. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I mean, I, I love, I appreciate all beers. Recently, and, you know, it's, it's flavors shift. You know, we were all into IPAs, and now it's lagers and then seltzers, and we're shifting all over the place. Me, it's I, I'm starting to like the clean, tart fruit flavor. So maybe not kettle soured, but like if you can get like a true like blackberry raspberry flavor. I've been using boysenberry for years now because it's my favorite fruit to use in a beer. I think it's it's sweet, earthy, and like tart at the same time. Oh. I think it works in a lot of stuff too. I'm trying to think, what do we have a boysenberry? Peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was something I think. Dude, oh, last week we had one. Oh, last week we, we had uh, Tribus had the uh, jam jar. Jam jar, that's that what it was. Little boysenberry, blueberry, and some some other berry. All those summer berries, man, they're great. They're, they're low because they're low sugar and they taste the same way without the sugar in them. So like raspberries, blackberries, boys, blueberries. But if you have an apple and you take the sweetness away, it tastes like crap or, huh. or cider. <laughs> yeah, cider kind of had it had its uh, had its movement. I still make it. I got two batches going home. Th- there was an article I was reading about. Uh, the demise of craft brewing and uh, one of the that was like a top 10 but in the top 10 seltzer oh yeah was was one of them it's what what's this road that that you know brewers are going down well to be honest i think it's uh uh actually so my buddy jeff i brought him up once before from spice trade and it's funny because they're expanding right now and in colorado they're so super saturated the fact that they're expanding is crazy but you want to have a non-veto clause at your brewery. So what that means is... What the fuck? I'm sorry, that was by accident. <laughs> I was like, no, it's perfect timing. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're with a group of friends and you got somebody who's a vegan, somebody who's a vegetarian, somebody who can't eat gluten, somebody who can't eat lactose, you need to... Suck it up, buttercup. But... You get a lot more business if you can incorporate all of those in under one roof. Yeah. yeah. So non-alcoholic, kombucha, uh, seltzer is gluten-free, beer, and then foods that are like, you know, organic, you know, all that stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) And burgers. (laughs) But that's what they're trying to shoot. Like they have like this uh, really cool kitchen and they're doing – that's where the seltzer is coming from, I think. It's it's giving people who don't love beer or can't drink beer an option at a brewery so they can still hang out with their friends, be sociable. And I'm not against it, man. You know, if you – again, I I don't get angry at somebody who drinks Bud Light. guy I work next to, he only drinks Bud Heavy. And he's been supporting me through this whole homebrew thing. So, like, he had a party, and I brewed him a batch of, like, Bud Heavy. And Bud Heavy's, like, that's the red can, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. The red and white one. He loved it. And he's like, man, this is great. I'm like, yeah, because it's the lager. You like lagers. He's like, he's super simple. But you know what? He likes what he likes. Super simple. Um, now, what about uh, athletic brewing in Stratford? Dude, what a biz- I, at first I saw that I was just like that is idiotic because that that's like a, a craze that's <laughs> sweeping from what I understand like New York State they're getting a lot of non-alcoholic brews coming through I think what they're doing is amazing I, I finally tried one of the beers and I was just like wow this it tastes like beer without it and you know what again you're hitting but is that it marketing. beer if, if there's no alcohol well they make it I, I don't understand their exact process but I looked it up and it's like you basically start with beer and then you boil you distill it and you take the ethanol out and you leave everything else behind 
I think is how you do it. I, I could I could be totally wrong. I have no idea. But uh, they're giving pregnant people, alcoholics, any other issue you might have with alcohol. You know, if, if you can't drink alcohol, you have something that you can hang out and, again, go to a brewery and be sociable. And I got to say, like, you know, what, what's what's the, the one that I can think of? O'Doul's. O'Doul's. It's the Bud Light of non-alcoholic. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I commend them for what they do because they're giving people something that actually tastes like beer. And, and, you know, they're sitting back and they're enjoying something that you might be drinking with alcohol that... Oh, if, I, I drink it. Yeah, drink it. I oh, okay. got this on tap at home. <laughs> <laughs> so you always have beer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Too much of it, man. It, he said it, just knock on his door. It's uh, it's come to a chore sometimes, like when the IPAs are like, you know, say get to that four-month point. Come and on and knock it It's a chore every every two days. I'm like, oh, I got to drink three beers. God damn it. What's the best beer to have for breakfast? Uh, breakfast out. What, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a pastry stuff. What goes good with pancakes? And that kind of stuff? <laughs> so this is something I want to work on a little bit because I got some. I got a gallon of Vermont Grade A very dark maple syrup. Oh. And I want to make like a so. so uh, Lasting Brass just came up with one. It was like a imperial stout for their anniversary, and it's got maple syrup in it, man. And I just maple syrup is one of the best flavors in the world. Oh to yeah, mead. No, no. How about getting into mead? What do you think? I want to do, I'm doing a cider, well, along the lines of mead, mead with maple, I'm doing a cider, I'm going to try to back sweeten that with maple syrup, make like a maple apple kind of thing. Yeah, man. I have a friend who does uh, a maple honey mead. Yeah. That sounds phenomenal. Oh, it's good. High test too. I, to be honest, I, I could do it without the honey, just give me the booze and like, you know, that like slight floral flavor and then I want maple. What, I just, I want to drink maple syrup. What can't you put in a beer? <laughs> I think... At some point, everybody's... I mean, you've heard of, like, the blue... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Rocky Mountain Oyster beers? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, uh, you know, on. And our boy Jim Sharkey was looking for that for us. He hey, there. Sharkey was hanging out with you yesterday, huh? Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I saw the picture. Uh, we had the dignitaries, uh, former winners of the contest, were uh, at the comedy contest. And uh, so we took a picture of Jim Sharkey, Johnny Romanoff, and Wasson Jackson. Yeah, and, a little uh, action Jackson going on there. Yeah, it was a good time. Man, this is so This good. is really good beer, man. Thanks, man. I've even put mushroom in this style beer. Shrooms? Yeah, it works. Shrooms, man. Shrooms. Cannabis. Whatever you want. How about hot dogs? Have you a hot dog beer yet? You want that, if you want that salty ham flavor, man, I got you. How about marshmallows? <laughs> now, we did, now are, you, are you familiar with Cottrell Brewing? Yeah. yeah. They made a hot dog beer. Really? Yeah. They made it for uh, really? da- Daddy Woke. And Daddy how, did, show. how did that work out? I didn't taste it. I, don't know. I wish I tasted it, but uh, I guess they said it was good, but... Uh, don't that go good with a hot dog eating contest? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about that anymore. <laughs> oh, that was a rough shout out to Juan winning the hot dog. Eating. Juan, uh, sh- and check out the Squishy Bishop's erratic, spectacular uh, podcast, as well as the 1056, which uh, you're on uh, the next episode, right? Uh, should be. I think they're doing like the uh, 12 Brewers of Christmas. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, should uh, should pop up there soon. Okay. I can't stop drinking this. It's good beer, man. Do we even need to do a solid, not solid? Or <laughs> no, it's all solid. It's all solid, right? I appreciate that because otherwise I'd be out of here. <laughs> but, uh, you get that chocolate nib, definitely. Uh, there's no chocolate in this. There isn't? Nope. Well, I'm telling you, I, I taste chocolate. That's the uh, uh, it's the roasted malt. So there's chocolate malt in here. Carafa, chocolate malt, Carafa 1, Black Patent, and... Uh, 
I get that bitterness of a mild bitterness, but uh, it feels like beer, I have like, like chocolate nibs. Yeah, there's again. I stole this recipe from somebody else, man, and they whatever they did worked. And I don't know why. It's good. I, I went to go back and try to find what website I found it on. Yeah, maybe maybe I had a good dream. I don't know. So if but, anyone's listening and they want to they want to know more about your beer, where do they gotta go? Uh, you got Night Brewing Co. on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I wish I was a better better at Instagram and like mm-hmm. posting more, but you know I try to put up uh, any questions you have or any recipes. I, I don't care. I'm willing to share. I'm not capitalize on anything so but yeah check me out on instagram facebook uh and come check us out at, at uh stout wars it's gonna be at no worries i think in december uh last year they were trying to help out sleeping giant park uh i'm not sure what the cause is this year but it'll be a good cause well, after the hurricane yeah and it's right up my alley man dark beers be all over it yeah pizza time all right this pizza time when we come back, we'll close it out. We gotta get we gotta get Matt's Rushmores before he loads. Oh, of course. Man. <laughs> I've just been so enamored with these beers, man. These are really good beers, man. More night brewing, more beer, man, beer. When we come back, here's some Cometa for you. Cometamusic.com. Check them out. New album comes out in January. Sweet. Cannonball, 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 cannonball. Alright, now if you did a shot for every one of those cannonballs, you might be caught up to my buzz right now. Cake Kettles, Johnny Benson of the Beer Man Podcast from fucking Connecticut. Boys, here's your shout out. Peace. Cannonball, 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 cannonball. Thank you, Sandman. Woo! Uh, we're back. Speaking of cannonball, well, let's going cannonball. In. Let's go in. I have one more ginger shot there. Uh, Some of this spicy right. goodness. And we're going to try a beer from, this is the Hoax Brewing. Tell us all about Hoax Brewing, Matt. I don't know too much about them, but I know they brew at the beer racks with, uh, you know, the uh, the base guys were uh, Overshores and Armada, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, the stuff they do is crazy. They got that, like, crop circles, the strawberry, uh, lactose milkshake IPA. They do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they a lot do of cool a, ingredients. It's almost a lot of ice cream flavors. Yeah. Almost, huh? And, uh, what we're going to drink now is the Beauty Parade, this is, what is it, a creamsicle milkshake IPA? Classic orange creamsicle flavor. I like mm, it. Classic orange, indeed. <laughs> I'm going to have to put my breezy douche scarf on. Uh-oh. To drink this one. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. You know about as, the breezy douche scarf? I mean, John is preparing. That's basically how you... Um, <laughs> that's Cannibal. a special scarf you put on, an imaginary scarf that you put on. And when you describe your beers as if you're truly articulate and know every detail of the hops and the barley in every brew. And you're going to sound like a douche. You have to sound like a douche. I must have seven of those because I wear one of those every day a week. <laughs> <laughs> you have to... Sound like a doucheberry. All right. Speaking of Breezy, I will be at Breezy's show on Saturday. We'll be at our show Friday night. At Milford Point Brewing. Milford Point Brewing. Kevin Downey Jr. will be headlining. Paul Taro, Jessica Colazzo, hosted by Donnie Salvo. Come on out and check out some comedy 
and delicious beer, man. Don't forget beer. the food, man. Buy oh, the yeah. Grateful Dog. The Grateful Dog truck will be there. That's right. You grew up, you grew up for a Grateful Dog, aren't you? Love dogs. That's it, man. All right. Have you tried the dog place by our house? Jake's Diggity's? No, the other one. Uh, There's a Jake's Diggity's? What's going on here? There's two? I've not tried Jake's Diggity's, but I've tried the Dogtown. Dogtown. I drive by it. I oh, want to try it. Is it good? Try it. Yeah, they have a, you will not be disappointed. They got a burger called the Krusty Burger. That sounds super unappetizing. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> It's got chili and smashed potato tots. Ooh. It just goes, it's, oh. So when you think of Krusty, what do you think of like a, like a scab? Yeah, like huh. inner ear stuff going on. Ooh. Like, uh, <laughs> mm, that sounds delightful. By the way, my kid totally screwed up chicken pot pie for me. How so? Because I made it. I brought a chicken pot pie from Costco. Chicken pot pie, and yeah. I don't care. Split it up amongst everybody, you know, all the kids. And How do you split up a pot pie? A pot it's quite pie? messy. He screwed a pot pie up because you know what he said? He's like, hey, this tastes like chicken and boogers. And, oh yeah, and, and I, I wanted to be like, uh, no, it, no, just eat your dinner. But I'm like, oh shit, he's right. <laughs> it's right. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it kind of does have that booger feel to it. And what was the me. reaction of the others? Uh, well, I made them eat because it's dinner, chicken and it, boogers. It, what did we Good do when job, we were kids, Dad? What did we do when we were kids? We ate what was on our plate, so that's what we had to teach, right? Even or though you threw it to the dog, whichever uh, came. I first. wanted to throw it to the dog because now that my son pointed out what chicken pot pie really tasted like i'm like he's right and what about shepherd's pie there's nothing good about it's, it except for the meat and the potatoes it's not really a pie it's not really a pie have a crust well you know if you do it dutch oven style then it does crust i'm oh, saying dutch oven. And I'm, not, I'm not talking about that dutch oven i'm talking about on a fire dutch oven bottom and the sides or on top too like full oh, on bo- bottom sides top everything All right. As you can tell, we have gotten to the point in the show where we've had plenty to drink, and I'm going to do this cannibal right now. And I have Sandman, Sal Peasy, Breezy, Kevin Downey, every host who got engaged. God bless you. Good luck with your marriages. As you know, mine didn't work out. Cannibal! Nor did mine. But I'm very grateful for that, by the way. That's smooth. That's smooth. All right, so let's let's, let's, uh, crack open some beer. And, uh, of course, we got to get Matt's Rushmore's. You know, on the show, we like the, uh... Uh-oh. Did I fuck this? I don't know. Did you? Oh, dude. I what went out of the jar. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you didn't know, there's the F jar, Matt. Oh. Have you seen the F jar, Matt? Well, it, apparently. You didn't tell me how to bring money. No, no. You, you don't... <laughs> well, guess, guess, guess don't have to bring guess, money. But, you, but you, you've been a clean cut boy and not sworn... But this is money that we've raised by Keg and myself using the F word. Oh, well, for a reason. We, we paid for every F word, and that's a year, almost a year. What's what's the cause? You guys going out F to word. dinner? or No, it just gets buy more beer. More oh. beer equipment, all T-shirts, proceeds. stickers, you know, whatever. I will donate to the cause. All proceeds go to more beer. And I have to throw a dollar right there because I dropped the F word. All right, so anyways. How does this uh, beer look? It looks kind of like a creamsicle. It's kind of it's hazy. Super hazy. Orangey color. There's a dollar. Nice head. We need a bigger job for the money. Yeah. All right. I'm cracking mine open. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. Does it have that creamsicle flavor? Or? Yeah, it does. It's, uh, I'm not trying to be too critical, but a little too much vanilla for my flavor, for my taste. All right. But I do get a huge tangerine, huge, like, huge tangerine yeah. right in the front. As soon as, it, as soon as it enters your mouth. 
Oh, you get this. It's going to enter my mouth injury. right now. Mm. Here's my two dollars for my two f bombs. You don't have to pay, but uh, it's all right. Hey, it's no, going to homebrew no, equipment. That's a uh, homebrew equipment. That's a good cause. Ooh, homebrew equipment as well. Appreciate that, Matt. Matt is donating to the Upjar. I'm trying to. I don't get the vanilla. No, uh, just the vanilla. Hold on, there it is. It had to uh, had to settle a little bit. Now the creamsicle would probably be my favorite ice cream novelty. Yeah, it's a kid favorite. Yeah. yeah. What, what would you? What's your? Uh, what is your much more? What do you say? Yeah, top four of ice cream novelties, Matt. Uh, I mean, I was a cheap. I was. I'm still cheap. So I went for the biggest bang for the buck. For like three seventy five, you get that big lemonade thing. Oh. You know, like <laughs> the, the, the big cup. It was like that's the most ice cream I can get for this amount of money. So I'm gonna get that. Uh, then mm. it's got to be like the the cone with a gumball at the bottom. Oh, oh then yeah. the, uh, that's a screwball, right? Yeah, screw yeah, ball. screwball. Yeah. Then the uh, it's got to be the Spider Man. No, screw that. Ninja Turtle that doesn't look like a Ninja Turtle, but it does on the package. Does that the gumball eyes? I think so. Yeah, or gumball something else. I forget where they placed it. Uh jeez. And then maybe King Cone. King Cone. King- gotta throw mm. a King Cone. Up oh. oh no! Wait, scratch that. Choco Taco. There you go. What do you say, Keg Kettles? Can you still get the Choco Taco at Taco Bell? Yeah, I think so. Okay. so do you have a, a four favorite novelties of ice cream? I was always a big King Kong guy. King Kong. Um, Bomb Pop. Oh, Bomb Pop was that's always a uh, way to keep it patriotic. Um, I never really kind of moved from those two. Yeah, um, yeah Choco Taco, I guess, once in a while. No one's into the ice cream sandwich, huh? You know the thing about the ice cream sandwich? It started off really big, and then it just became smaller and smaller and smaller well, and smaller. Well, they have different sizes, too, in the ice cream sandwich. But I think the ice cream sandwich is bullshit, because the ice cream in the ice cream sandwich is basically whipped cream. Yes. Really? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not ice cream. It's, and you can get it at home. My mom had those in the fridge. You know, that's the yeah. one thing. My mom never had, like, Spider-Man ice pops or anything, like... But now, like, Carvel had the uh, the saucers. That's it, the saucers. Those were good. What about the Chip Witch? Like the Chip Witch? Yeah. Oh, there it is, Chip Witch. I couldn't think of it, but thank you, John, for for reminding me. Yeah, yeah Chip Chocolate witch. chip cookie with the ice cream in between? Oh, yeah. And they uh, rolled it in the chocolate chips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chip Witch. You know, by us, who does a really good version of that? Um, Sunday House. They had uh, some special cookies. Man, they were the size of your face. Really? It was like three inches thick of like, so they had like a coconut pecan caramel cookie with like a something crusted ice cream in the middle. And they were so, I was like, I'll get two because I figured they were like tiny wow. little things. They were amazing. Sunday House, man. I remember Sunday House from back in the day. They had the slushies. Uh, the slushies. The slush puppies. That's it, man. I want some ice cream. <laughs> if only we knew a place. <laughs> Do you know a guy that can get you some ice cream? Because I don't know if I can think of one. I know, man. <laughs> Summertime, sit back. Um, you cool. <laughs> all right. What about, what's your rush more of like music? I know we talked about it before. I know you like, like the rap. Like, I, I was not uh, totally shocked to hear that Matt was a rap guy. We doing artists or songs or I mean artists would be easiest I guess. Let's do artists and we'll go into songs. <sighs> like all right, so I'd say Nas is one of my favorites. Oh. And then, uh, you're killing me. Afro man. 
Afro Man. Da, wow. da, 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 it's da, a solid two. No, that's that's his mainstream stuff, man. Good, good, good. I don't know. He had anything other than the mainstream. That's all I know from Afro Man. Uh, and then uh, Queen would probably be third. Queen, I love Queen. Huh? Out of all the classic wow. rock, Queen's my favorite. And then, uh, uh, I mean, Rob Van Winkle. Number four spot. Wow. A little. Hey, Rob Van Winkle's Vanilla Ice, right? Collaborate and listen. Come on, Vanilla Ice, man. <laughs> I know the Zumba version of that. <laughs> it's just my number one go-to karaoke song, so like it's probably most played on my phone too. <laughs> but the thing is, who knows Rob Van Winkle? Hey, nobody. Anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better <laughs> Not unless you watched uh, his show on uh, HGTV. That's what he, he he flipped houses. Absolutely. Oh man, what a talent that guy is! That, that underrated talent. So as you can tell, my my quality of music is very high. That's it. <laughs> no, I, I respect uh, the Vanilla Ice. I think he paved the way for uh, many rappers. <laughs> you know? Do you hear the story about how he sang that song? No, Suge Knight took Suge him Knight, over yeah. a freaking balcony, held him by say. his ankles, and said, "You're gonna do what I say, mother." I don't want to pay another dollar. <laughs> You're allowed to say that. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that documentary. So good. <laughs> oh man, oh. so good. <laughs> so what about songs? What's your, what's your top four songs? Oh. Again, I guess we got to go same thing. Like. Uh, you did, did you do jam out Vanilla Ice and, rat and karaoke? I, it's my number one go-to. My the entire family's sick of hearing it at this point. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Let's dial that back. You do karaoke? Yeah. Uh oh. I could spit it right now if you want. Uh-oh. I'd love that. Well, because Amy keeps saying we got to do karaoke, so maybe we got to do like this karaoke trio. We, we got to do it all the we time. We come together and, and do just go out and do karaoke. Where, where do you do karaoke? Uh, I've done it at Voracious. I mean, anywhere I see karaoke, I'm all Voracious about it. does karaoke? You're they all do. about karaoke. I did not Listen, see that. Listen, we, we have to go to Voracious for one. We haven't I just want to watch. I don't want to sing. Tess, Tess makes me do it all the time. She's like, get get up there do my song for me. Come on, dude. Really? No, I, I You do were the guy back in the day getting up there. Yeah, then I heard myself. And I'm Return like, the of the Mac. <laughs> Everything. See, there he goes. See? Hey, Ryan. See, there he goes. I have no singing voice. That's why you got to do rap, man. Especially white boy rap because they don't sing. You know, it's just, you, it's you a know mod- my go-to um, My go-to karaoke song is, and I have someone else do the singing part, and I do the uh, the reggae part, is It Wasn't Me from Shaggy. There you go. So I'll have someone who can You knows- can do the reggae part, or you just mutter? Right. Like, no. I'll tell you. Whoever can actually have a singing voice can sing the singing part, and I'll be like, how you can, Rook? How you can grant your woman access to your villa? Trespasser, I know, witness as you cling onto your pillar. You better watch your back before you turn into a killer. Best for you in the situation, not to call the beaner. To be a true player, got to know how to play. Better says you're not so invincible to say you're gay. It- oh, I fucked it up. Respect. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to go, it wasn't me. Never admit to a word that you say and make the claim until I have, baby, no way. But she caught me on the counter. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Wow, Johnny B, man. Make sure, and then the second verse, make sure you know it's not you. And you know. Ah, I fucked it up. I don't know. I'm fucking hammered. So you do the same thing you I need do. Practice. Right? You look it up online and just keep reading the lyrics over. I, I could do. I could jam it out. You need practice, man. I know it's been a while. It's been a we while. Got, we got to hit Gippers, man. Gippers. I was at Gippers last night. All right, well, we got to hit it again. Karaoke, karaoke style. Uh, 
This is, I, I, you know what? This is pretty good. It's good beer. It's not it's as good. good as the beers we had before, but this is a pretty good beer. Um, the more I drink it, the more I'm getting that creamsicle. At first, I was just getting tangerine, I'm but tasting, I'm starting to get the vanilla. I'm, I am tasting that. Like, I would like to dial the vanilla back a little bit and cream up. I want, I want more lactose, more like that creamy flavor, and a little bit less vanilla. But everything else, I mean, it's a fantastic beer otherwise. Not getting it creamy. That's what I'm saying. I want that cream of the creamsicle. I, yeah. want, I want to boost that up a little bit. Yeah. But you don't want it too thick that you you know feel like you're chewing a beer. <laughs> cool. I, Keg used to sing Ozzy Osbourne on karaoke. Yeah, close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, my lead of Ford at the time. But that was that was a long time ago. I'm not going to sing it either. Back in the day. I do. I, Ice Ice Baby is my number one, but uh, Colt 45 is my number right, we're two. Gonna, we're going we're gonna to make a karaoke plan. I used to belt out Creed and uh, used to belt out Garth Brooks. Yeah. Oh, my f- two favorite bands. Yeah, I bet they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the country. <laughs> What's wrong with country, man? Matt, Matt, wrong Matt, country? Matt looks country, but he's into rap. Listen, it's okay to be a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of country. Howdy. Oh, well. Yeah, we got to get out there and do some karaoke. Amy keeps saying, we got to go in the city, got to go in the city. Will Amy sing? Yeah. She does have a good voice. Oh, well, she right. does have a very good voice. Unlike myself, who has a voice of Kermit the Frog in a blender. Listen, <laughs> Kermit made money, man. There's an ass yeah, for every seat. <laughs> Kermit made money. And Keg Kettles has the smooth voice of Seth Rogen. I do, I do. <laughs> I wish we didn't go there. <laughs> anyway. Where are, where are my sound blades? All right, anyways. Yeah, because uh, the last episode, Cynthia... Or Cindy was like, "You sound like Seth Rogen." I'm like, oh, "Thanks." Oh, sexy girl. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to say no. That's bad. I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! When I close my eyes, you do sound like Seth. The more, I, the more I... <laughs> exactly. See what? What would you say? You do here. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, we had a lot of beer. All right. Uh, should we put a cap on this? Or? What do you say, JB? Um, Why are my hands still freaking just, man? What's wrong with your hands? I don't know. I think I got some kind of frostbite from last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you went camping on the coldest night of the fucking year. Ah, I went down. God damn it. My body hurts, <laughs> man. You ever try the thing where you sit on your hands to warm them up? No, he tries, uh, he tries that other thing where he sits on his hands and does the stranger. <laughs> you know hey. the stranger, right, Matt? Oh, hey now. <laughs> that was my last dollar. Hey now. The job. <laughs> All money goes to proceeds for. Isn't that a Queensryche song? <laughs> I mean, at this point, uh, you, could, stranger. you just pull it off right now because you can't feel your hands, anyways. Yeah, my hands are really hurting. Uh, pockets. The hands pockets. of a stranger. I, I, you know what? I had hand warmers in the back. I didn't use them. Oh, that's the worst. Stupid. <laughs> now that I think of it. Anyway. How you can grunt your woman access to your villa. <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> really? Oh, more cannibal? Yeah, man. I ain't going to drive. Anyway. All right. Say goodnight, Johnny. Who's Gracie? 
Uh, ask uh, George Burns. Ask George Burns. All right. I don't know what all right, so uh, Matt, where can we uh, find more about you, what's going on with you and your beers and Night Brew and Co. Or just you know, come to a bunch of homebrew conventions or you know festivals around the state, man. I'll Great probably logo, be there. by the way. Anywhere there's homebrew you. conventions, most likely you'll be there going up for the title belt. You are the Ric Flair of homebrews. You have the most belts, right? <laughs> I, got, I got a couple. I got a couple medals. I got some hardware. But uh, no, everyone everyone does a great job, man. And you oh, know yeah. those those things. It's more about having fun and you know getting to meet new people than it is winning. Oh, by the way, I, w- I want to shout out to who, who's the guys that make the uh, the thing with the uh, sour patch kids. Oh, oh, uh, loaded dragon. That's Tom from loaded dragon. Uh, so good. We always sit, we always park next to each other. I'm like, man, this is great because like the first time we came in second, third, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And the next time it was first and nothing, and I was like, all right, this is less awesome. And then every time after that, he just keeps winning, and I'm like, all right, Tom, do you mind like going that way because your beer is way too good? And it's making mine look like shit. We we um we missed him on the last last brew fest. I heard his beer went out quick. Yeah, he ran out of beer fast, but he didn't run out of candy though. We did get some sour patch kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had, he had the, the little cup of sour patch kids, That's it. So we, but no we, beer. We yeah. inhaled that. <laughs> nah, he does yeah. some cool stuff. He's doing like a Mountain Beard, uh, Mountain Dew beer. What? Here. I don't even know how it fucking works. Oh, God damn it, I don't have any dollars. No, 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 no you're, you're, you're a guest. You don't have to pay. You got change for a 20? <laughs> no, you're free, man. You're, 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 you're a guest. You're good. Guests don't have to pay. But uh, where will we be seeing Keg Kettles? We will be December 14th. We're going to be recording with the Squishy Bishops. And uh, that's, uh, we'll say Upper Westchester. Upper Westchester will be there. And then um, at Rat at College Street in New Haven. New Haven. That's going to be a busy night, Rat. man. That's a busy day. You know, the, you know the rules. If you see us at a concert and you say the magic words. Beer, man, beer. We'll buy you a beer. Absolutely. And comedy. We got comedy coming up Friday night. We're going to be at Milford the Point, Point Brewing. Brewing with Kevin Downey Jr. I'll be at the Cellar Dweller Saturday night with Breezy Hiltz. Super duper. All kinds of fun stuff going on. Check us out on Instagram, Beer Man Beer Podcast. Check us out, I don't know, wherever you can find us. We'll be around. Drink beer with us. Come on the show. Bring us beer. We'll have you on. Here's some Kometa. Kometamusic.com, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Matt Knight, for hey, being here with us. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Always, always, man. Good beer, man. Good beer. Good beer. More beer next time on Beer Man Beer.